This is the Laravel News Podcast, your one-stop podcast to find out about Laravel-related news, tutorials, packages, and more. Here are your hosts, Jake Bennett and Michael Dorenda. Hello and good morning, everyone. It is episode 108 of the Laravel News Podcast, and we are super excited to have you joining us. And Michael has a really early flight tomorrow, so we are going to keep this one, in Michael's words, nice and tight. We're going to keep it tight so that we can get him in bed and get him on the road early tomorrow morning. So heads up for everybody. If uh, if you hear some like rustling in the background, it's just Michael packing his bags. <laughs> so that's what's going yeah, on. We're gonna go so we'll be so fast this episode. Your head will spin. That's right. That's right. There we go. So let's jump right into it. So PHP seven point four point zero is now released. Michael, it's a day of celebration. Short Woo. function syntax. Short arrow yes. function syntax is finally here. I never thought it would happen. No. Talk to we us about that. some of the other stuff that's going on in 7.4. Absolutely. The PHP development team announced the immediate availability of PHP 7.4. And with it comes, as well as short arrow functions, we've got spread operator for arrays. We've also got type properties, arrow functions, limited return type covariance, and argument type contravariance. We've got unpacking inside arrays, numeric literal separators, weak references, allowing exceptions from the underscore underscore two string magic method. Opcache preloading, several deprecations have been added and extensions have been removed from the core. These are all links to the PHP wiki that goes into more detail on what each of those features are. So if you, like me, are interested in exactly what limited return type covariance and argument type contravariance are, be sure to check out the link to this article in the show notes, which will take you to where you need to be. Very cool. We actually have this running on one of our servers our most recent one. So it's updated as PHP 7.4 and we're moving everything over to it. And we did notice that some of the deprecations bit us. One of them in particular, mm-hmm. money format is now deprecated. Yes. So, yeah. So that was the, that was the big one, but it was a quick fix. Have so. you, yeah, I saw, I saw that that was coming as a deprecation somewhere. And so we went through and we changed cause we're using the money format helper or the money format function in some of our codes. So we had to move to using the, the international class, which is slightly different and it doesn't quite format things in the same way if you don't configure it correctly. So instead of just having a dollar sign, we had like a dollar and then a space and then the number and hmm. um, it's, it's not it's not quite a like-for-like replacement. So something to be mindful of if you are using that money format helper. For sure. And actually, we had a library that we were using that used it. And so that broke so it was kind of weird because on our local install we're i think we're all still running 7.3 on our dev machines so like Mm -hmm. ran it and actually forgot to update the tests to 7.4 so that's yeah anyway long story short it broke but it we're we're fixing it so arrow functions okay that's all (laughs) all right um we have laravel 6.6.0 which has now been released so it was released the week of november 28th they have this new addition which is the response factory view 
So it looks like to me, I'm trying to check here, there is a couple different ways to return a view. Uh, so you can say view, pass in the view, and then an array of data. Uh, you can pass in after that a, a response code like 404, 500. Then as the next argument, you can pass an array of headers. You also have the ability in some of these cases, so if you return the view helper, and then say arrow first, you can pass an array of views and then the data and whichever one is available, it will pass that, uh, it will show that view first. So it seemed like there was a little bit of, you don't have the ability to set the response status and the headers on something like when you use the view helper and then first. So I think that's sort of what they were trying to tackle uh, is the inconsistencies mm -hmm. behind that. So now if you say return response helper arrow view, there's essentially a new syntax that you can use to do that view first uh, sort of stuff because I think response returns the response factory or something like that. And so anyway, there's a couple different things. Here's the important thing to know. You can now modify the response status and the headers if you're wanting to use something like view first. That is the big, that, that's the headline here. So there's that. I think, I, can, I, can I interject? You can, yes, please do because you may understand this better than I do. I think the, the real headline here is that you can pass an array of views and it will automatically return the first view that, that is found. So this is useful in cases, I think, where you've got, you know, when you're extending templates or you've got themes and you've got the ability to cascade through, you know, the, the default theme or a, or a site-specific theme. I, I suppose this would be more common in a multi-tenant application where the tenant could override a default view or they could just use the default view. So I think the main thing here is that you can pass an array of views into the view method. And I'm pretty sure all the other stuff you can already do. Uh, the view first, I think you've been able to do. View first, yes, but not in this way. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out is which way we're talking. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. You know I think what, it's folks? specifically the signature now. Here's the really good but, news. Here's the really, really good news. This is all available for you to figure out. And then you can become amazing figure outers and tell the rest of us what's going on with this because it is 5 yes. a.m. here and <laughs> Michael can't speak. So we are going to defer this one to you. And there is a link in the show notes where you can go find this. And if this sounds relevant to you, please check that out. That'd be awesome. Uh, another awesome feature is assert deleted for database testing. So you now have the assert deleted um, helper that you can use. And again, it does exactly what it sounds like. It asserts that something was in fact deleted. So there you go. That is 6.6.0 in a nutshell, and you can find the full change log on the web. We will post that up in the show notes. Okay, speaking of uh, improvements to Laravel, in Laravel 7, Taylor talked about some changes to implicit route model binding on Twitter the other day, and our favorite human, Mr. Paul Redmond, blogged about that. Michael, what you got? Yeah, so in Laravel currently, if you wanted to customize the route key name, you would have to, in your model, declare a public function called get route key name. So by default, Laravel will map the post to the ID field. But if you wanted to use, say, for example, on a, on a blog, you wanted to return the slug for a post, we'd have to go into that post model. You'd have to have a get route key name method and then return the string slug from it. In the next major release of Laravel that will be out in February of 2020, you can customize that directly in the route definition. So where you would have uh, route get slash posts slash in curly braces post, 
If you now suffix that with a colon and then a string, so in this example, post colon slug, you can do it directly in the route, which means you don't have to go jumping around to match things up and try and identify what the actual route key name is. So that makes things a little bit quicker and a little bit easier to grok if you're going through a routes file because I think for most applications, if you're going to jump into them to get an understanding of what the application does, then the routes file is a really good place to start. And the more information you can gather from that routes file, the easier it is to, to get your head around what the application is doing. So you can actually start experimenting with this implicit route model binding now if you were to do a, a new Laravel app using the Laravel installers. You can do Laravel new my test app and then pass the dash dash dev flag and that'll grab you the master branch where you can start playing around with this already. Yeah, I thought this was really cool. Another one of those like small quality of life improvements, but worth noting and one of those things you would definitely miss like if it wasn't highlighted yeah. in an article. So there you go. Thanks, Paul. We have next a package, uh, which is, let me see the name of it real quick, Laravel-Tricks. That's T-R-I-X. So the Tricks editor is, if you haven't heard of this, uh, it's an open source WYSIWYG editor from the creators of Basecamp. It's designed to be different than most of the typical WYSIWYG editors out there on the market. And here's kind of how they describe it and why it's a little bit different. So most WYSIWYG editors uh, that are out there are wrapped around HTML's content editable and the exec command APIs, which were designed by Microsoft way back in IE 5.5. And then they get reverse engineered uh, and copied by other browsers. So the problem is that these APIs were never really documented. And so all of these WYSIWYG editors each have their own sets of bugs and quirks and all that stuff, right? Uh, so Trix gets rid of all of that mess by sidestepping these and treating the content editable as an I.O. device. So basically, suffice it to say, Trix has complete control over what happens after every keystroke. So it avoids the need to use the exec command at all. So it's supposed to be way more stable, a lot more consistent uh, across browsers. And that's what makes Tricks Tricks. It's also just a great editor, to be honest. Um, Nova uses this by default, I think, when you're looking for like a WYSIWYG little block, they will use Tricks to handle that. So mm-hmm. uh, the good thing this, that this package provides is, although Tricks is a, is a good editor, there's a little bit of setup involved to get it integrated into your Laravel app. So this uh, attempts to ease the pain of that by doing a couple of the, the things that you have to do for you. So you install the Composer package, you can publish the assets, run the migrations, and after you do that, you should be pretty much set to go. It will give you a directive that will allow you to, um, uh, a view directive, excuse me, that will allow you to put an at tricks section in your blade files and then we'll render the content correctly it will handle uploaded files so you can drag and drop things into the tricks editor or copy paste them uh, it'll handle rendering for existing models advanced configuration etc etc so instead of having to read through you know two three pages of documentation and do all the things to set up tricks you can use this to shortcut that process try it out in a much faster Sort of, you know, shorter amount of time. See if you like it and integrate it into your application. So, very cool. Uh, I know we've used this before, and it's, yeah. you know, it's always just a little bit of, you know, trying to figure out again how you exactly get this integrated into your app. So, this is really, really handy. And I'll definitely be using this. Yeah, the easier it is to get up and get up and running with totally. it, the uh, totally. more likely you are yeah, to use it. Yeah, very cool. Thank you for whoever made that. I don't. I should probably look. I, do, I don't see it here. Ahmed Mohammed Alexandria, Egypt. Thanks, Ahmed. Uh, next up, we have the Laravel Translation Scanner, which is a package by Henrik B. Hansen, 
that scans your applications for translations and creates your translation JSON files for you. The app also has a configuration property for a Poe Editor API key and Project ID, which allows you to upload and download Poe Editor features. To use the package, once installed, you run the provided artisan command to scan the project, and the command will create a base language JSON file in the resources lang directory. And then you can work with Poe Editor, you can run commands from your app. There's a translation upload, translation scan, and translation download artisan commands. And finally, you can even create JavaScript translation files that are available on the window object in an i18n property. So you can more, learn more about this package, get full installation instructions, and view the source code on GitHub at Vemco Group slash Laravel dash translation. We'll include links to the article and the package in the show notes. Have you ever used that window.i18n? Never. No. We, I mean, most of our stuff, thankfully, and I say thankfully because it makes it my life easier, all of, all of our stuff is just in English. Yeah. It looks, it sounds interesting. I'm assuming that's for like, if you have a front end view solution, uh, like if you're rendering views in blade or something like that, and you need to swap out translations, having that window.i18n file would allow you to be able to substitute those values, um, yeah. based on language selection. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Never heard of that before, to be honest. So pretty cool. I don't think it's a, I think it's a default thing. I think it's exposed as part of this package specifically. Oh, really? Okay. I'm, okay. Yeah, that's possible. So in any, in any case, this generates it for you. I didn't know if it was like a convention mm-hmm. or a pattern that was widely used in the wider community. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Matt Lance, shall we? Matty Lance. Let's do it. He's, do he's it. the dude who has been kind of uh, trying to spread some good cheer in the Laravel community over the last couple months, I suppose. With yeah. His little video thank yous. Mm. Uh, and of course, we've known Matt Lance for a while, to be honest. But anyway, he's getting featured on the show today because Graphite Helpers is a collection of JavaScript string and array helpers for Laravel developers developed by Matt Lance. So... They, they're similar to the PHP helpers that Laravel provides, but if you're primarily a front-end developer, you can't use those, right? So um, here are the few examples of the string helpers that it would provide. So you have explode, which would take... Oh, okay. So it takes a string and then it, it explodes it into an array. You have after, so it will grab the uh, characters after a specified string. You have before, last. You have slug. You have implode, first, last, remove. You have all sorts of different helpers that can be used. Uh, so this package is available as at graphite slash helpers in the NPM registry. And you can install it just like you would using any of your package managers, uh, managers NPM install, yarn, and then you just import it in your bootstrap file, I would assume, and away you go. So thank you very much, Matt, yeah. and you should check those out. There you go. All right. There you go. The segue has been run. Speaking of JavaScript, Wes Boss has just launched his latest course, Beginner JavaScript. In the premium video course, you'll learn modern JavaScript from scratch, which is it'll give you a rock-solid understanding of JavaScript. So we've got here from Wes's website, a rock-solid understanding of JavaScript is essential for success no matter which framework you use, and this course will give you that. JavaScript is hard to learn. Frustration, abandonment, and rage quits all stem from trying to use something when we don't understand how things work. Being able to make your ideas is a superpower, so invest in a solid base and you're slammed like anything that comes your way. So beginner JavaScript comes with 85 videos, over 15 modules, and will help you learn to build a few apps along the way. Some of the things that you expect to learn from the JavaScript course covers off the basics like browsers, editors, and terminal setup, um, running and learning JavaScript, variables and statements, functions, different ways to declare functions, debugging tools, the DOM, objects, maps, arrays, 
etc., etc. So this there's so much covered off in here. The course is 100% beginner friendly. You don't need to have any JavaScript experience to take it up. Basic HTML and CSS is assumed and it's designed to be skippable as well. So if you already know something, you can skip that lesson or segment and jump to what most interests you today and come back to the rest later on. Of course, it's jam-packed with JavaScript knowledge and it's perfect for learning from scratch or brushing up on your skills. So even those of us who have been writing JavaScript for a little bit longer might get some value out of it. And it's always good to revisit things with a, with a beginner take. We'll have links in the show notes. They are affiliate links, which means if you do decide to buy via Laron News app, if you decide to buy via the Laravel News links, we'll get a little kickback to help keep the Laravel News website up and running. Keep the lights on. So if you be will. sure to check that out if you are interested in uh, in learning JavaScript. Wes Boss is a really good high energy teacher. He breaks things down really easily. There was a he gave a talk somewhere recently. It was like a lightning talk, a ten minute, and he covered so much in that ten minutes. It's incredible, and it, a lot of it stuck. So yeah, a lot of it stuck, except for the name of the. the the talk so other than that everything else <laughs> i'll uh, see if i can dig that up and link it up in the show notes but yeah definitely check it out if you're uh, interested in picking up some javascript awesome uh we have an npm package here that automates installing the tailwind preset this is something that you would install globally like on your machine that would then allow you to add the tailwind preset to any existing laravel application Hopefully that makes sense. So the use Tailwind preset NPM package uh, created by Christopher Pitt is a tiny helper that installs the Tailwind Laravel preset. You'd say, why do I need this? I can already do this. Yes, you can. It simplifies the process. Here's what it does. It installs the Laravel frontend presets slash Tailwind CSS, which is created by our very own Michael Dorinda. So it installs that, Composer installs that into your project. It then runs PHP Artisan preset Tailwind CSS. So Composer install, run the preset, It installs and builds your front-end dependencies, and then it removes the Laravel front-end presets slash Tailwind CSS. So you are back to clean, right? Back to what you were before without this new Composer install, which is only installed to put Tailwind on there in the first place. Uh, So there you go. Lickety-split. Magic. There we go. So all you need to do to get started is npx use-tailwind-preset. And that's it. So you should check this out if that is something that you find yourself doing on a regular basis. We'll find this in the show notes. Yeah, I am. I'd never actually considered actually removing. I agree. The, the package. I usually just leave it there because I, I just I leave just it in the it dev in my, dependencies. Yeah, yeah, in the dev dependencies, and then it doesn't doesn't really matter. So yeah, if it look, it makes sense to me. I just it never occurred to me to remove it. Totally, I'm with so you. So thanks to uh, Chris, I think he submitted a, a PR to the. Laravel presets, Tailwind CSS package repository. So the instructions for doing this are in there as well now. So thanks to Chris for that contribution. Very cool. Okay, we've got Statomic version 3 beta. <laughs> Have you used Statomic before? I've installed it a couple of times, but I've never actually used it as such. I do have a, a client project coming up that I need to quote on that I really don't want to do in WordPress. So this may actually be a good opportunity to, to take a stab at, at using Statomic. Yeah. Um, this version 3 has been coming for a while. So I'm excited yeah. about it. Um, so it's just an open beta, but why don't you tell us a little bit about it and what's going on with that team there? One of one of the main changes to V3 is that it's now built as a Laravel package instead of as a complete sort of standalone application like V2 was, which makes it drop-in friendly for an existing Laravel application and your own Statomic sites will be easier to extend and customize, often without needing to make additions. This allows for things like Statomic to be 
um, installed via Composer now. The vendor, vendor directory won't be included, making the package much, much smaller. Your own Statomix site repos can be public and dependencies can be updated to take advantage of fixes and features without needing a, a, without needing to wait for a Statomix core update or patch release. Um, this just scratches on what is all new with this version. The team has spent a huge amount of time and added lots of new features. So there's some important links about the release that you can learn more about directly on the Statomix website. We've got the the Statomic documentation, which is available at statomic.dev. There's the application repository, which you can go in and and look at the code. There's the core package repository, which is used for, you know, discussing issues and and logging requests and things like that. Whilst the code is available, it's not a free open source software, so they're not specifically accepting, you know, pull requests to make changes to code and things like that. But they do have a contribution guide that talks about the things that you can do and the things that they would accept but there's also an upgrade guide which has a comprehensive list of breaking changes and a list of steps to take when you're upgrading an existing v2 static website a static website if you're not using the 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 migrator and there's the static static three principles which is a page that gives you a very high level approach of how the static team think about content management and how it affects their approach to features and workflow so yeah make sure you check out the contribution guide as i said and you can check out the Statomic Discord, which is a good place to chat with other users and other beta testers. Um, use the pound sign V3 channel. I th- think I'll probably give it a spin for this project if for no other reason than to not have to deal with WordPress. Absolutely. And because it's static, you know, this is a website that has been very infrequently used. It's it's very small and, you know, Used so infrequently that the client recently let the domain name lapse. So oh gosh, they, and they didn't realize. And they're it for like, "Our website's not yeah. working." I'm like, "Well, yeah, it only just expired, but it's a it's a .com.au, so those are a bit harder to snipe because you know businesses can stake claims to .au's with the correct documentation and things like that. So gotcha. hopefully they get it back. Otherwise, the <laughs> there won't really be a website for me to build. <laughs> yeah. And also support the great team there. Jack McDade heads that team up. He did all the design for Laracon 2019, did an amazing job. He's a great dude. So uh, show him some love, show that team some love, and give this a shout in Twitter, if nothing else. Just say like, oh, hey, yeah. everybody check us out. So there you go. Thanks, Jack, and uh, congrats, team, for, for getting to the beta. Good luck as you release into the wild. Okay. If you've tried to use MySQL 8 with Laravel, up to this point, you may have run into this error, which is this MySQL server has gone away error. And you get that because the MySQL 8 defaults to caching SHA-2 password, a plugin that's not recognized by the older PHP releases. Uh, So in PHP 7.4, that now supports it, but you still might run into the above error if your database isn't using the new default plugin. So there is a post written by Ayesh Karunat. Let's see. Kernatare published, uh, so he published an in-depth post on fixing this issue and you should check it out for, for what's going on. But if you have uh, an older version of PHP, follow along with that to get the MySQL 8 working with PDO. There is an entire blog post on here. I'm not going to go through and, and read all of it, but it's basically from getting it set up locally with homebrew to your my.conf file to where you should store that to how you do it with Docker to all of that stuff. Uh, I've had this issue and we don't use MySQL 8 because of it. Literally, that's why. We already we upgraded and, and put, uh, put a database server on MySQL 8 and then reverted mm-hmm. back because it was 
we just we couldn't get it to work. And so yeah. anyway, this is the answer to that problem. And so if you've been waiting for something like this to pop up, here it is. If you want to use MySQL 8, this is the solution and it'll help you get it figured out. There you go. Beautiful. All right. We've got this uh, 2019 holiday giveaway. Michael, what's going on with that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's getting to that time of year. Hello, my name is Yaz. Not my name, but the author of this post. I am the founder of Contest Kit. I love Laravel. And he really does. He loves Laravel. He loves the Laravel community. He loves trolling the Laravel community and we love him for it. Mm-hmm. So this year, Yaz has decided that he wanted to do something to give back in a fun way and decided to run a giveaway full of amazing products and services that he uses every day in his workflow, as well as courses, swag, and more. Without the generosity of our fantastic Laravel community, this thing wouldn't happen um, on the backs of, you know, people in our community, on companies sponsoring and things like that. So thanks to Linode, who gives so much to the Laravel community. This sponsorship allowed us to buy prizes that we'd not otherwise be able to offer. So these prizes include AirPods Pro, sorry, AirPod Pro. And I asked Yaz, do we get to pick the left or the right one? And he hasn't got back to me on that just yet, but I'm... I'm hoping that I can get another left one because mine doesn't seem to charge properly all the time. So there's a, a $500 gift card courtesy of Linode. There's a five one-year Laracar subscription, subscriptions. You can pick a course from Adam Wathen if you win. There's five Table Plus licenses. There's Alfred single-user license packs, Docker for developer books, and video courses from everyone's favorite human, Paul Redmond. There's a Laravel Core Adventures license. You can pick from a Wes Boss course. There's Laravel Shifts, Confident Laravel, Missive have uh, donated a one-year team license for the what Yaz says is the best macOS email client he's ever used. There's thermostat.io one-year plans for sending NPS NPS surveys, subscriptions to GitTower, there's Cypress.io t-shirts and swag, Statomic licenses if you want to check that out for um, Statomic with the upcoming version coming out. There's marketing developers, marketing for developers course from Justin Jackson. Century Swag Packs, Tinkerwell Licenses, Mainer Production, T-Shirts of your choice, and FBAR Licenses for Managing Your Laravel Forge Provision Servers, which is a huge, huge, huge list of prizes. All you need to do is head over to the 2019 Laravel Holiday Giveaway website, which we will link to in the show notes, sign up, and you'll receive an email verification once you've done that. I think the email verification has been removed. I could be wrong. If you don't verify, maybe it has. I don't know. Let's read it per the article. You need to, you receive an email verification and you need to verify your email. Um, otherwise, you'll be ineligible to win. So make sure get in on that. It's a critical part. You'll get three spin credits every day that reset at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to earn more spin credits, simply share your unique referral URL that you'll find in your dashboard and you'll receive an extra spin every day for every sign up using your link. There are different prize wheels and each wheel will have six of the prizes that we just went through. And the wheels change on different dates. So there's one, two, three weeks of courses and some prizes to give away. All prizes are instant win, meaning you'll know right away that you've won. An email will be sent to you with information on how to redeem your prize. And in most cases, you get a follow-up with an email containing your unique license or there'll be a request for shipping information for physical prizes like the AirPods Pro. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure those AirPods Pro went just yesterday. Oh, so no. Any prizes that haven't been won will be awarded at the end of the giveaway at random to participants of the giveaway. And there are some prizes that were added after the list, after the launch of the giveaway, that will be giving away to random participants as well. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to at Ninja Parade on Twitter or you can email contact at contestkit.com. At the time of recording, there are 
15 days remaining. So by the time this comes out, you still have about two weeks to get involved in the Laravel holiday giveaway. That's at laravelgiveaway.com. We will have a link to the that in the show notes as well. And uh, a huge, huge thanks to Yaz. You, you may only know him for his trolling of the Laravel community, but he's a great guy. And uh, we thank him for all the hard work he's put into getting the giveaway up and running this year. Thanks, Yaz. You rock. Okay, last thing here, we have 25 years of PHP with Rasmus. So the keynote speaker at this year's PHP Barcelona conference was Rasmus Lodorf, who is the creator of PHP. So he gave a talk about the history of PHP, PHP 7.4 and 8, career advice, motivation, burnout, and then focusing on things that really matter. I haven't had a chance to watch this yet, but it looks interesting. I would love to kind of hear what's going on uh, from his perspective over the years 25 years mm-hmm. crazy right hard to believe yeah it's been that long a lot of changes i mean from what it first started to be right it's obviously a, yeah. a far different language than what, what he originally very intended different for language it to be. yes yeah yes uh so that pretty much wraps everything up thanks everyone for listening and for tuning in we really appreciate it if you like the show what we would most appreciate is if you'd share it with your friends so uh we tweet about this every week when it comes out give us a retweet give us a like reach out to us on twitter say hello if you have any questions or comments we also love hearing from you and then rate it up in your podcatcher of choice five stars is always much appreciated uh, show notes for this episode of our laravel-news.com slash podcast slash 108. And from myself and Mr. Dorinda, I'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, all the Happy Kwanzaa, all the funny, fun things that we have going on this time of year. I don't think we'll be back. I think this will be our last episode for the year. And so we will be back mm-hmm. in the new year. Um, Michael's going to be at his sister's house on the 24th. First, I'm going to give away your Second. schedule for everybody. Twenty seconds, and he'll have really crappy internet, so he won't be able to record. Everybody collectively sighed. No. It's a sad sigh. Oh, so we all we all need to take a break. Yeah, we all need to take a break. Yep, yep, we all need to take a break. Absolutely. So, thanks for tuning in with us this year. It's been awesome hanging out with you and getting to share the news. And we will see you in the new year. Yeah, hope you all have a great break. I hope you have some time away from work and spend some time with your families or for those of you who don't have families or have a have a rough time with families spend some time with your friends just make sure you take some time to yourselves and rest and relax and get ready for a whole new decade in 2020 no pressure (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody thanks so much we'll talk to you next time see you bye 